Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey folks, how's it going? Jovan Hutton Pulitzer here. Welcome to Cut the Crap. Crap is an acronym. It's real easy to remember. It stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics. And anytime you mix culture, race, and American politics, it seems like our country goes further down the slippery slope, well, to hell in a handbasket, or at least a very slow arsenic base secular suicide of our great republic. Right now, you know, absolutely, you learned this with the 2020 election, that free speech is under attack. There are new trigger words in society. Just like um, society is trying to reinvent new words, like most people, you would ask them how many sexes there are, uh, they'll say, what, what is it? They're saying there's like 50 or 60? No, that's gender. And they've repeated it enough that people confuse gender for sex. There's only two sexes, male and female. In fact, it's gotten so bad in this woke culture to deny the science of the party that wants us to embrace the science. I read an article today that universities are beginning to forbid archaeologists when they find skulls and pelvic bones because they can tell it's a male or female. There's a big campaign underway to disallow that and to no longer name the sex because how could they really know how the person felt when they were alive? So this is part of the reworking of everything we know to be true and honest and legit and everything else in society. It's about undoing our society. Now, as we've trained ourselves, or they've trained our children to become fee wings based and don't want to get their fee wings hurt, and we live in this, uh, should we say, snowflake culture that we live in, this one amazes me. See, I grew up knowing that once every two weeks we went to the groomer. Well, that was for my dog. I had a I had a poodle when I was growing up. Believe it or not, his name was Martini. He was actually my stepmother's dog. He was actually a cool dog, a white toy poodle. Could do all kinds of tricks, including sit up, patty cake, and hold a cigarette in his mouth. That was the tricks he did. Of course, that was long ago. That would be offensive now. But he always... Went to the groomer. 
And he was all puffed and cleaned and teased out and trimmed and shorn up and everything else. And he actually smelled pretty good, right? And so I was a tough macho dude, but I had a poodle. And I loved that poodle. In fact, I like all poodles, by the way. But that was the groomer. Now, as an adult looking back to my fifth grade year, where I had two teachers sexually sexually abuse me virtually every day of my fifth grade year. Long story, not going to retell it. Go back to watch other episodes. I realize that part of the work they did to get me in that position was they kind of trained me, kind of gained my confidence, and, well, whether we like it or not, groomed me to set me up. And when their grooming worked, they were able, well, to, as a young boy, ruin my life. So I understand the word grooming. Well, now there's a big move on the internet and social media sites because you can't say that because it's now being said or it's being relabeled and rebranded that that is an LBGTQRSLMNOPQRXTVWXYZ offensive word and you're actually calling person a person a bad name. So I decided that I would uh, dive into the origins, right, of this word that seems to be so offensive, groomer, and see, okay, what does society say about this word, groomer? Where does it come from, right? And uh, the general definition of it, just groomer, period, is one who or that which grooms horses, especially a brushed, rotated by a flexible or jointed, this is weird, a flexible or jointed revolving shaft for cleaning horses. A person who grooms horses and a brush used to groom horses, right? And so the word's been around forever. And it literally means nice, neat, trimmed, and groomed right? It's always been around uh, forever. In fact, the word, uh, what's the word? Entomology? The word, or is it, am I saying that right? Entomology, or the history of the word, comes around uh, from about the 13th century, the year 1200. And it was, comes from the word, English word, grom, which basically meant male, child, boy. And then about 1300, it was associated with a youth or a young man, and then it became associated with a male servant, attendant, a minor officer in a royal or noble household, which had a little more ranking than a page, or a knight squire. They were called grooms. Uh, the French old comes from grommet, which basically means a boy or a young man in service or a servicing man. Uh, ship's boy was also used in it. And it basically then evolved into become the noun, which became a husband-to-be at a wedding or a newly married man, etc. And then the verb part of it is to tend or care for, curry or feed. That's the actual history of the word. Now, if you want to take it to an extreme... Uh, from the etymology of the word grooming when it comes to a legal sense, 
It is one of those things that has a very specific legal definition that is has actually established criminal code in many countries. And it's called a groomer. And it has to do with a practice adopted by child predators, specifically within the new digital territory. And it is acknowledged as a growing problem in our society that our justice system, we're talking the laws, have literally started to take actions. And there are countries that have anti-grooming laws. They're all over the place. Costa Rica, Argentina, Chile, Spain, Brazil. These all go back to like 2008. Uh, Mexico did one in its 2019 uh, Olympia uh, Act. It's to be groomed. And it's basically uh, an adult gaining a minor's trust in order to bring them to their ground, in order to get them in their orbit so they can, well, groom them, manipulate them, create bonds of trust, create a friendship, but then to take that friendship too far. So see, the word has very benign origins, and the word has a very specific definition when it comes to particularly working a child in the hopes of controlling them or creating an inappropriate adult-child relationship, and in specifically, an adult-child sexual relationship. So, this wasn't defined by modern terms. It's a legal term. More right after this. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back. Get the hard-hitting truth. The left doesn't want you to hear the real truth Jovan Hutton Pulitzer has to tell you. You want common sense and facts, and that is what Jovan Hutton Pulitzer can provide. He is your warrior helping you fight the left. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. Just go to jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. The morning after the 3 November 2020 presidential election, Americans woke up to the stark reality that our great nation was under a new type of attack. This attack didn't come with mortars or bullets, but was an assault on our sacred election process. Since then, Americans everywhere have had to ask themselves if they really believe that our election was true and fair. We are in a time of large-scale government corruption and many have lost faith in our institutions. That's why we formed the America Project for you and for the nation. The America Project was formed by a group of fellow patriots who are building the most pro-freedom and pro-American network ever known. The America Project will connect you with organizations, churches, small businesses, and individuals to help you win for America. The America Project is about actions and results. Join our team today. God bless you and God bless America. You know, it's kind of hard of us to think about a grand cabal, right? It's like something out of a James Bond movie, right? Some evil guy waiting for his billion dollars, right? Well, suspend belief for a moment. And do you believe that sometimes people cheat? 
Think about it. Have you played cards or any games with your brothers and sisters? People cheat. It's just the way it is. So now let's peel that onion back and let's look at the voting system. For the first time in history, we have the most people ever that came out to vote. Or the most people, dead people, that voted. Whatever it is. But the most people ever came out to vote. Then you have the most ever spent in any election year. $14 billion was spent in 2020. And then you have the first time in history by many, many multiples, tons of ballots mailed out, dumped in the marketplace. Is it a lot easier for maybe hundreds or tens or even thousands of people to do a bunch of little things end up changing the big result? So sometimes don't think about it as this big grand cabal doing things. There's enough small people that do some of these bad things we're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Here's Jovan. So folks, we're talking about words. We're talking about the origin of words. We're talking about the attack on words. And we're talking about the attack on free speech. And you know they have been attacking free speech. Now, there's an effort underway to make certain words taboo. Uh, I think it was just the, within the last maybe 72 hours, they changed the dictionary of the definition of a woman, and they added a fourth term in it now that says relates to the particular gender an individual may feel they are. So words are under attack. Words are very important. And if you've been listening to me, uh, kind of decode and debunk for you this lost, not stolen crap that was put out by conservatives saying that, well, Trump lost, it wasn't stolen. Words matter in every bit of this. And sometimes you may not realize how many words are on a watch list. Did you know there's an official watch list of words? How many terms? do you think around the globe are on a watch list by Google and the government? How many particular terms do you think they are? Now, there's 195 countries that participate this in this, and they basically uh, monitor them all in 130 languages. On the official uh, bad words, uh, watch words, warning words, social media trigger wars that they're now using to ferret out negative language and disinformation, that list has now grown to 7,540 words. 7,540 words are now on the official watch list. And they comprise things like curse words, you know what those are, insult words, those are threats, indignity, uh, insolence, contempt, offensive words, words that arouse resentment, dirty words, vulgar and taboo words, rude words that are impolite, sexual words related to male, female, mother, father, sister, wife, lesbians, homosexuals, they put this in there too, animals, intersex orgasms or organisms and body parts, vulgar words, ignorance or, in, you know, poor taste, obscene words, 
violence-oriented. Naughty words means disobedient and inappropriate words, words that are not suitable for particular situations. I'm going to give you a list of some of the new ones that are under attack. I'm specifically talking about the word groomer. Because now Reddit and other places, Media Matters did a big story on it, we're going to talk about it in a moment, that they think the word groomer should be banned on all social media. But before I get to that main context of the story, here's some of the words that are now deemed inappropriate and offensive and need to be eliminated. (laughs) You're going to love this. Uh... One of the words is basket case. Yep, can't say it's a basket case because that's World War II slang for a soldier coming back in pieces. So a a basket case is now offensive. How about this one? Long time no see. Yes, they want to get rid of long time no see because it derives from a greeting from a Native American man talking to earlier settlers. You're right. Because natives supposedly said it, that's where it comes from, a greeting, long time no see. Well, we're appropriating culture, that has to go away. The word GYP, G-Y-P, as if you got ripped off. Uh, It's said to refer to gypsies, and that's stereotypical, getting gypped, you can't say that. They want to get rid of the word ghetto, right? Um, You know, these were mandated places in World War II for Jews. I lost my great-grandmother, my great-great-grandmother in a ghetto. Uh, But it's supposed to mean poor areas, and you can't do that because you're telling somebody they're low class. How about this one? Rule of thumb. Yep, that's on the naughty word list. It's inappropriate. You can't say it because it's derived from uh, laws back in England in the 1600s. And it is stated that a man could beat his wife with any stick that was no wider than his thumb. Therefore, the rule of thumb. And if you say that word, you're a woman hater. Grandfathered in. You ever heard that? A grandfather clause? Grandfathered in? Uh, Benefits of the earlier uh, generation? Well, guess who those conditions didn't apply to? Well, they didn't apply to black people for voters and slaves. And so you can't say grandfathered in because that's ugly and unfair. How about paddy wagon? Got to put them up. They need to be thrown in the paddy wagon. Well, they're saying that's a derogatory term for anyone who's Irish and you're implying they're all drunkards and hooligans. And so we can't offend those people. How about this one? Sold down the river. Sold down the river. Means you betrayed someone, right? Uh, Sold down the river is now the official slogan of the GOP, but I digress. Let's keep on going. Uh, They're saying you can't save that because slaves were sold down the river. That's how they were sold. They were sold down the river and they would have to wave bye-bye to their loved ones. And that's dehumanizing anguish. How about hysterical? Uh, They want to get rid of hysterical because uh, they said uh, women with hysteria. Remember... uh, You know, back during that time, during hysteria, I would have volunteered to be a doctor to help all the ladies out, get over the hysteria, look it up for yourself. But because it refers to the Greek word uterus, it's implying that women are naturally hysterical and crazy, and that's offensive. Uh, Here's another one. Um, It's another word for Democrat, but they want to get rid of this one, the word moron. (laughs) It's usually given to folks with a learning disability. It it originates from the word of stupid in ancient Greek. And you got to stay away from it because it's insulting. Uh, This one, uh, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. 
Yes, they want to get rid of eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Because it used to be a children's rhyme, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger by the toe. But somebody at one time replaced it with an original term. And it's just been said with the N-word, and we've got to get rid of it. Now, if you think any of these are offensive, they're not. I just want to let you know you're an imbecile. Oh, that's my last word on the list. Yes, imbecile derives from the Latin term for weak. Uh, and basically, there are people in society that need compassion and care. And it used to be referred to people with cognitive disabilities. And now it's thrown around as a bullying term. And we must get rid of it. I kid you not. That is how far this stuff has gone. And now what's at debate is Media Matters, a far left-leaning organization, wants all social media to ban the word groomer. And they want it banned on the basis that they say if you use the word groomer, then you're anti-lesbian, gay, bisexual, and trans. See, I actually think if you use the word groomer, you're actually saying don't groom children to have sex with them. That is inappropriate. But see, they're trying to label it as a gay slang term that you're actually offending LGBT. Why? Because there's something more sinister afoot. That's what we're going to talk about. Be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. They use their media to assassinate real news. They use their schools to teach children that their president is another Hitler. They use their movie stars and singers and comedy shows and award shows to repeat their narrative over and over again. 
and then they use their ex-president to endorse the resistance, all to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law-abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. No, you didn't vote. You thought you voted. All you did was mark a piece of paper with what you wanted to vote, but your vote didn't count then. If you don't know this information, how can you change what's going on? Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer is unnerving the left daily as he tells you exactly what you need to hear. You've lost family, you've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Just go to JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com right now to hear the truth. If you were asked by someone to explain how did the computers rig votes, how did the numbers change, most people would never be able to much less explain it or even understand it. Your eyes just glaze over. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit JovanHuttonPulitzer.locals.com today. I guarantee you, you will absolutely be the smartest patriot in the room. There were 242 operatives just in Georgia alone. And what they did is they loaded every one of these drop boxes. Here's where they got the ballot. You've lost family. You've lost friends over all of this because they said you're a conspiracy theorist. Now you have the facts and the information to educate them and to open their eyes to what's really happening. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling him out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Part of politicians not wanting anybody to understand the truth particularly you, is they don't want you to understand everything in our society is based on what's called a push-pull. They push stuff out at us and drag everybody through the muck to make things happen. Now, you do know that they're trying to relabel pedophile. They say it's an offensive word. I say, damn straight. But anyway, they're trying to relabel because they find it offensive and derogatory they want to call themselves mappers, minor attracted people. Now, while they're fighting the map front, what they're doing on the next leg of this is they are normalizing sex talk, normalizing sex talk, sex voyeurism, sex exhibit, sexual activities between adults and children. Now, the way they're getting children and parents used to it is they're allowing it to be discussed in preschool, you know, grade school, elementary school, middle school, etc. In fact, I've seen preschool books uh, basically talking about learning how to masturbate. I kid you not. 
See, it's all a multi-attack process pushing every angle at you. And if any one of them works or gets in or gets approved, it's one more way to desensitize the public from it. So it's all a planned process. They're not pedophiles. They're just minor attracted people. Now, I get to speak on this topic because I had two teachers sexually abuse me. I actually know what I'm talking about. I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. And God forbid, screaming to the top of my lungs, I know what it feels like. And it is all a very carefully orchestrated process. An orchestrated process that sets up the child to give their trust to people that should not have it. And then when they violate that trust, the child becomes trapped. There's literally no way out. You can't tell your parents because there's complications there. You can't tell your buddies there's certainly complications there. We've been through that before. So you have to understand this Media Matters organization is basically saying, hey, that word groomer is only being said to smear LGBT people as sexual predators. Now, I recently played a video for you that was a lesbian saying there is no way kids should be going to drag shows and seeing this stuff. And I'm a lesbian and kids are out of bounds and you do not expose them to this. And so the way Media Matters is characterizing this is this is one of the latest violent acts resulting from a right-wing smear campaign on social media that has driven nationwide harassment and violence against members of the LGBTQ community and their allies. That's what this research for Media Matters wrote. Um, and they're trying to force a campaign, which Reddit, as I understand it, Reddit is already considering, because... It's saying, well, you're equating LGBTQ uh, as groomers and pedophiles, and that's mean, and therefore it can anger people, and that's hate speech, and we regulate hate speech. See, when they can just announce terms and redefine them however they want, they can stop everything. Now, remember the left has a problem with this when Governor DeSantis in Florida was enacting laws about teachers cannot talk about their sex lives with children. That's what it was. Teachers cannot bring up sex or their partners or sexual relations or sexual proclivities, proclivities for any reason with children in their classes. But what did they come out and say? That's the anti-gay bill. Well, anti-gay was never mentioned at all, but that's how they branded it. That's how the media pushed it back out. Florida is enacting an anti-gay bill. See, this is why words mean everything. And this is why they use words and they weaponize words. This is why there are 7,540 words on this watch list globally, and it's growing. 
it's growing every day and they're trying to banish it. This is part of trying to make a society conform. Take away your identity, take away your freedom, take away your liberties, take away your rights, make you suffer, make you beg for government intervention. And then they'll do stuff like, as, as long as you agree to these codes of conduct, we'll make sure we bail you out. Uh, and if you don't, we can send you to prison. This is what they're pushing. It's all about control. And they've now released what they call the Social Media Safety Index. That's right. They are trying to properly identify targeted individuals on this Social Media Safety Index. Who do you think's on this index? Well, it's basically uh, 12 specific LGBTQ indicators to generate ratings on how people are being attacked online. Do you know who's not on that list for being attacked? Being bullied, being harassed, being censored, being said, you should kill yourself or we're going to kill you. That's right. Conservatives. See, we don't rate. If you're normal, if you have values, you don't rate. You're not a protected class. Now, I guess if I identified as a rock tomorrow, I could. And so this is all, this is just the next wave of control where our own government tried to do it to us with their uh, truth group, whatever it was. And they're basically saying, hey, you should not be able to call out a transition closet. That's for the safety of the child. Their parents would abuse them if they knew they were trans. And just because that little boy wants to be a little girl, they should be able to go to that obviously gay male teacher who supports it, who has a closet where the child can dress and be called by another name uh, at school. Oh, which, by the way, makes them trust that teacher, endears them to that teacher, and actually gets that teacher to bring special clothes for that little boy or little girl to wear. Oh, you look really nice. Here, try this on for me. I'd like to see you in lace. Look at this. I think you would look great. That, that looks darling. Do you understand what this opens up? And it is all, 100%, all about creating the opportunity to allow an adult and a child to be in a scenario where discussing sex, sexuality, sexual appendages, sexual feelings, or orientation is not off limits. I want you to think back to your time in elementary school, middle school, hell, probably even high school. Were your teachers teaching you about a safe place to masturbate? Were your teachers saying, well, hey, you're a little boy tomboyish, like my sisters. You're a little tomboyish. I, I probably think you're a boy. You should start dressing in clothes. Don't tell your parents. I remember in my life, 
the only people at school that told me, don't tell your parents, and actually they said, you better not tell your parents, were the two people that were ass raping me every single day of my fifth grade year. They told me quite regularly, you better not tell your parents. I have very definitive emotions on this, folks. And until you've been in that scenario, sometimes it's hard to see. But right now I'm telling you, this leads to disaster. We now live in a society where parents aren't really taking care of their kids. Everybody is distracted. Everything on television is highly sexualized. And when you start telling a child that, hey, it's okay to talk about sex or talk about Mr. Winky or whatever you want to call it or name it, you're opening up that child to a stranger where you're taking it from a relationship which is okay for teaching and you are bringing it inside the clothes and inside the mind. Oh, Don't think they're not going inside the clothes when they're going to talk about sexual topics. Right? My teacher told me she just wanted to make sure I was healthy because one of my beloved classmates died and just wanted to make sure she could inspect me to make sure I was clean. Now, I was a boy in the dirt every damn day of my life, and I went around thinking I was going to die because I was dirty. But it gave her the excuse for me to pull down my pants. That's how all of this begins. This is how all of it begins. It is not the job of the teacher to have discussions with a child, a small child, or any child about sex or sexuality. When teachers assume many, many more roles that the parents should be fulfilling, well, very short after that, there's no need for the parents. So they've got rid of God in school. Now they're getting rid of parents in school. And pretty soon, when God and parents are gone, the only thing that left standing, ironically, look it up, is communism. Remember, communism is not a form of government. Most people don't know that. Communism is a religion. It's a religion of the people that everybody's created equal Everybody shares in everything equally, and everything belongs to you. There is no God, your God. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? This is what's going on, folks. It's just another way to destroy the family. It's another way if they start outlawing words, and you see how ridiculous they can be, and they make you oversensitized. It's that sensitivity that makes you not speak up. That's why everybody was afraid to be labeled racist. And that's how a lot of these crap equity laws got in undoing this. My final comments coming up right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? 
You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Here's a message to every rapist, domestic abuser, violent criminal thug, and every other monster who preys upon women. Maybe you've heard the stories about millions of us flocking to gun stores and gun ranges for the first time, the second time, and the hundredth time. Here's what that means for despicable cowards like you. Your life expectancy just got shorter. Because there's a very good chance your next target will be armed, trained, and ready to exercise her right to choose her life over yours. This is what real empowerment looks like. Millions of American moms, grandmothers, and professional women taking our lives and our families' lives into our own capable hands. I'm the National Rifle Association of America, and I'm freedom's safest place. Over 18.5 million plays, it's Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Folks, I have one job, and my job is for you, and that is to make you the smartest patriot in the room. At jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com, you will receive the truth that the left does not want you to hear. You will not be banned. You will not be regulated. You will only hear what you need to hear. If you consider yourself to be a true patriot, it would be a crime not to visit jovanhuttonpulitzer.locals.com today. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision, since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and co-workers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes. They all need to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. So, folks, I know this topic is depressing. I know this topic makes you angry. 
And I see many people in comments because you can watch the program as I record it. By the way, shout out to all my listeners on FM Talk Radio 93.3. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I know this is a hard subject. But you want to know what's worse than me diving into a hard subject like this? Not diving into a hard subject like this. Allowing you to go creep away. This hurts. This hurts. Stop it now. I don't want to hear it. That's what we did with politics. That's what we did with religion. And that's what we're doing with our kids. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Welcome to the real world, folks. And because you were trained, I don't want to hear it. It hurts. Stop it. And we don't want to talk about uh, politics and religion at the dinner table. I just want to say, wake the hell up and look where we are. See, not talking about this is why we're here. We were shamed into not talking about things. I, for number one, I am totally fine with my masculinity. I'll tell you a little known secret. I actually dig who I am. I like my brain. I like the gifts God has given me. I like my ability to give back to mankind and to do something meaningful in my world. I like the fact I have patents in all 189 countries. And if that meant my fifth grade teachers raped me every day, and that was the path I was supposed to walk on, I wouldn't redo it. Yeah, granted, it gave me a very sick, warped sense of humor. And absolutely, I'm, I, I admit it, I own it. I'm highly sexualized. But it didn't destroy me. It actually made me a better person. I wouldn't wish it on anyone, But if I had to go back and experience teachers raping me, hiding my underwear because they were bloody and my parents would beat my ass then, so I could sit here in this seat right now and open your eyes about this crap and fight for election integrity, I'd go back and I would relive it every single day. I carried that shame with me through high school. The first person I told was my middle sister. She freaked out on me and said, you're a liar. And I never spoke of it again until I was 35 years old. So see, not talking about it is not dealing with it. And not dealing with it is agreeing with it. So if my own trauma and pain can help you understand that I'm telling you, I know what this crap leads to. If you don't think that a fifth year old, a, 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 and a fifth grader can have a teacher talk him into because he's a rough and tumble boy playing in the creeks all the time, I was perpetually filthy. Had a, a, a school super best friend of mine, Sherry Proctor, loved her to death, die. The teacher told me it was because she didn't keep clean. I freaked out because I thought I was going to die. I'm dirty all the time. And she used it for an excuse to check in my shorts to see if I was clean. I just told you where it led. Now, you're going to tell me in a class of toddlers or elementary students that if they have books on how to pleasure yourself, 
and how to do it at home in secret. And they have homework like draw a map of your house. This is a true lesson plan. Draw a map of your house and draw where you can go to be by yourself to play with yourself. And they have uh, books on how to pleasure yourself with your friends and it's okay. I got conned as something as simple as being fooled that I was covered with dirt and frog juice and worm dirt and everything else from the creek that I was going to die. You think when a teacher can, a gay teacher or any teacher, an opportunistic teacher, can talk to you about your genitalia and pleasuring yourself that it doesn't create opportunities, then you're nuts. Now, the reason I fight this evil, even in our elections and I talk about it, is because I fear no evil because I've looked the devil in the eyes. So it doesn't scare me. The worst all any of this could do to me is kill me, and I'm not afraid of that. I have stared down eyeball to eyeball evil. And I can tell you what, I won. They didn't win. Those people went on even though I never got to out them and prosecute them all like you dream about. It didn't happen for me, but they all died miserable, cancer-ridden, illness-ridden lives. In my book, God paid them back. In my book, I should have never survived. I shouldn't be here talking to you today, but God chose fit, and I would not want to be doing anything else than what I do right now. So see, it either kills you or it makes you better, and that's the truth. And so you can't say, oh, let's don't talk about this. It's hurting. It's a... That's why we're here, folks. Because we've been taught not to talk about these things. And it is silence and shaming and shutting up, which is what allows it to run rampant. And now, I just want you to think about this. You don't even learn in a textbook the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. You don't even read about our founding fathers anymore. But we sure have textbooks that will teach you as a toddler how to masturbate. We have textbooks that explains for girls to have sex with girls, guys to have sex with guys. They even have sections in these books about animals. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Don't you get it? We should all be talking about this. What are they going to do? Well, I should ban you talking about groomers when I'm a survivor of that? No, not at all. You need to know how this happens. And I'm telling you, it can start off very innocent. But when it comes to school and children, when you're impressionable and you're supposed to look up to your teachers and respect them like you've been taught, when it crosses that barrier and it's okay to talk about their sexual relations and bodies and appendages and yours, that is a recipe for disaster. And we need to tell them all to cut the crap. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Cut the Crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. 
The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. Hey there. Think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work, my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. And this is a whopping $4.16 decision since that's what the membership is with an annual subscription. Now, you have to decide if $4.16 a month is worth becoming the smartest patriot in the room. So are you willing to spend $4.16 to gain the knowledge and insight it takes to make sure your country and our way of life survives? Is $4.16 even worth being able to prove to your family, friends, and coworkers that you're not some whacked conspiracy theorist? Is $4.16 worth spending on your education to fight this fight, but to also know you can do it where you can share the truth and talk about the truth, so help us God, and not get banned? If you are ready to become a fact-slinging, ass-kicking warrior of truth who fights for the survival of this country, then I invite you to take me up on this offer and determine if our country, our future, and my information is worth $4.16. Now, of course, you could use that money to buy one, well, say, iced coffee from your local Starbucks, or you could even feed yourself a box of frozen pretzels. Or that same $4.16 could be used to buy a small frozen Sara Lee pound cake. Now, of course, you could use that same $4.16 to feed your brain and to pound some sense into the leftists who are leaving our country in a mess. I hope you join me. Limited time offer, but you better hurry because it won't last long.